This is the Lunar Lab Podcast with Becca P. Estrelli and Maya Toll. Get the whole scoop from two friends in the trenches of conscious business as we try to balance our spirits and our spreadsheets without losing our minds. Join us for the sacred, raw, and very real lunacy. Welcome back. Today we're going to be talking about spring and the rebirth that comes with it, which isn't always as smooth and easy as we might hope. You know, I think we all just think we're going to pop into spring and bloom like a flower, but a lot of times we end up kind of stuck in the mud and in that in-between space as we transition from winter into spring. So this can affect us on a personal level, but it also comes out in our businesses. So that is today's topic. Welcome to the Lunar Lab. Yeah. So I basically begged Maya to do this because... (laughs) Because I have found, I mean, I just love talking about seasonal transitions, and I have found that personally transitioning from winter to spring has always felt really clunky and kind of tough and like slow for me in general. But with business, I found, I don't know about you guys, but like January, my Facebook newsfeed blew up and like my Instagram blew up and it was like goal setting, crush it, Q1, Q2, wow, 90 day year. And um, like I can get into that. But I was like, I'm not ready. You know, (laughs) I'm not ready. What does that mean about me? Like, I want to take a nap and I'm still going slow and I'm still recovering from last year and want to like do a postmortem on last year. And, you know, mine always talk about like winter's rest and honoring winter's rest. Like she and I even take time off from working for honoring winter's rest. So I know depending where you are in the Northern hemisphere, you might still feel that winter vibe. I personally in California am feeling the spring, like (laughs) the flowers and the birds and the insects and I, and the, just like the new shoots and the, the blossoms, I'm feeling it. And I'm noticing my energy is getting higher and I'm my creativity, my creative fire is like stoking the flames and it's just coming back. And I'm just, I was, it feels like a miracle every time. I'm just like, oh, new life. It feels so good. Okay. We need a little aside here because you guys cannot see Becca, but she is like <laughs> gesturing with her hands. Like I'm seeing more of her hand in the camera on my computer than her face sweetheart stop putting your hands in front of your mouth while you're speaking oh i'm sorry (laughs) we have uber passionate spring woman here really Uh, yeah and i think that what's so interesting about like just watching you is i don't know what it's been doing in your neck of the woods but here in Asheville, it's been stop start stop start stop start all the way through february and so it feels like have you ever If you haven't been in the car when this has happened, I know you've seen this in a movie. Watching some teenage kid learn to drive a stick shift. (laughs) Yes. That's what's been happening with our weather here. So it's like, it's spring. No, it's winter. It's it's almost, uh, it's winter. And so, you know, I think that that jerky back forth energy can feel really disruptive in your business, right? Because you start to get ahead of steam and then the energy drops down again. So if you think about this, I mean, 
if you're just thinking warm, cold, warm, cold, you're going, who the heck cares? Why does that have anything to do with our business or, you know, how we're moving forward in the world? But when you start to think of it instead in energetic terms, winter is very yin. It's that inward turning time. It's quiet. It's, it's soft. And as we move into summer, we're moving into young energy, which is outward energy, extroverted energy. And so what we're really talking about is not just hot, cold, hot, cold, but yin, yang, yin, yang, you know, kind of like I'm about to step out into the world. Now I'm back in my living room with a cup of tea. Right. And so that back and forth, I think, can be um, a really interesting time business wise. I know for me and, and some of this is the hot cold because my office is in this like little side building. I always wanted a little carriage house. What I didn't know is that um, unless you live on a grand estate, your little carriage house doesn't have good insulation and mm. uh, it's not so nice to be in in the winter. So for me, I've definitely had that sense of the yin yang because I'll be really I'll get a head full of steam to go work on some things for the business or in the business and want to be in my office and I'll get out here and it's freezing and you know I'm retreating to the living room with a cup of tea so there's kind of the reality and the energy reality and they they do mesh up a little bit yeah Totally. That image of a teenager driving a stick shift, just an aside, I learned to drive in a stick shift and like that we would call it bucking, you know, where you're like, and I would get so embarrassed that I would pull over to the side of the road and I'd pop my hood and pretend something was wrong with my car. (laughs) Oh my God. I love it. And isn't it such a great analogy too for this time of year? Yeah. Don't you just want to pull over and pop your hood and be like, something's really wrong here. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on? I don't understand why I'm bucking so much. Yeah. Which is actually exactly what I said to you before we started recording. Before we started recording, I was saying to Becca that there are some things wrong in, um, in my business flow. And I can't quite put my finger on it because I changed a lot of things last year. And so I'm in this position where I can see like statistically the changes that have happened, but I can't pin them on any one thing because I changed about 17 things. And so I know that there are things that I need to fix, but I can't quite understand what it is that's, you know, causing like direct cause and effect. So, yeah, I feel a little bit like I'm pulled over on the side of the road with the hood popped going, it's broken. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I find I mean, this is this is my third year in business, my fourth year in business, third year. And I find that I make all these plans at like the end of the year, like November, December and then January. And then when spring comes, when that thawing happens, I scrap them all. And start over because I'm like, oh, I wasn't like, I didn't have context there. The business isn't where I thought it would be. Like there's this Q1, January, February, March, you know, where you like make your plans, hit your goals. I'm still not sure how I feel about the 90 day year, but I'm willing to go with it. And like, we're reaching the end of Q1. And I was like, "Mm, I've mostly spent Q1 in assessment in like reflections. I've made, I've made plans and 
one of them happened. <laughs> Five of them. I had a launch for the Davos Collective Creative Sisterhood, which was great. And next year, I'm trying to like tell myself to remember that like maybe my year really kicks off at Q2. It really kicks off in April. Or maybe the more creative energy, the more outwardness, right? Because a launch is a lot of outward energy. Um, you know, maybe that Q1 launch is, is a little less outward. And I don't make all these plans for that time of year until I hit April when I can feel more of that flow happening. So I just want to... Um do a little interlude because I know that we have people in New Zealand and Australia who listen. Oh, totally. And I recently learned from my, my, I have a little mastermind and um, I'm the only American. So I get a much more international perspective. And I recently learned that they do their quarters different than we do. Oh, tell me. So, so I just want to say, I, I just want to explicate what, Becca's talking about, for those of you who are not understanding, here in America, our um, fiscal year starts January 1st and it ends December 1st. Uh, I'm sorry, December 31st. So even though we pay taxes in April, right, the fiscal year is January to the end of December. So Q1 is January, February, March. Hmm. Q2 is April, May, June. Um, so that's that's the way we do it here. And for those of you who are new to business, one of the things that you can do is plan your business year by quarter. So when you hear us saying Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4, that's us, you know, Q is for quarter, and that's just how we're kind of dividing out the year. So with that in mind, Becca, how would you, if you could kind of say like the four, the four seasons, the four Qs in Becca's business, if Q1 is, is like your reflection, what's Q2 for you? Creation. Creation. And what's Q3? Expression. Expression. And what's Q4? Harvest. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think it's really interesting to think about because what I've noticed in my business is the people with whom I work, my, my customers, um, tend to disappear in July and early August. Hmm. I've noticed that kind of that, uh, there's this lull that happens pretty much from the summer equinox, like almost up until Labor Day, almost through the end of August, sometimes even into September. So, I've I've really had to think about what my calendar year looks like based on that observation. Yeah. So in the Q system, that's Q3. Mm -hmm. So the beginning of Q3 is a really um, quiet time for me. And that's when like Jess takes her vacation and, and I take a vacation. Um, we've kind of built into that because we know it's quiet. But then the end of Q3, it's like as soon as the kids go back to school, then everyone needs a couple days to make sure the kids are settled. And then boom, it's like people are back. Mm -hmm. uh, people are, people are ready. So the, the calendar year for me follows the school year calendar a little bit. Yeah. I mean, even in you and I have decided we would, we would take like a, the summer and the end and the winter off, not like yeah. the summer and the winter, but like July and solstice and like December, yeah, January right. time off. 
Yeah, I mean, I find this, I mean, I'm just thinking it through with you now, but I find that like spring and autumn tend to be when I see a lot of people launching and also when I have the urge to launch and when I'm talking about launching, I'm talking about like movement of my business, more selling, more serving, more creating, more expressing, all that's happening then. And I think there's something to be said about energetically with the seasons too. Like those are a time of more movement, you know, whereas in the winter where it's rest and reflection and nourishment and then the summer, it's like, high sun playtime, you know? And it's like your attention isn't quite there, whereas like the attention around spring and autumn feels more clear for me. Mm-hmm, hmm But this transitional period, you know, that we're coming through, I feel like we're coming, at least where I am, to, that, to the tail end of it, I hope. Yeah. Um, but this transitional time, winter moving into spring, can be a little bit mucky and mucky it's it's mucky um in a way that fall into winter is not mm. i've noticed right so you were saying that it feels like that stop start and what that made me think of is uh, in vermont there's something called mud season and that's when the ground starts to thaw right because the ground has been frozen um and then when it rains the ground is is releasing its its water, it's unfreezing, and you add any rain to that, and it's just mud. Um, and so I think that there is this kind of energetic mud season that happens between winter and spring, where things start thawing and releasing, but everything is just too boggy and damp and heavy to get any momentum up. Yeah, so I love this theme, this uh, idea of mud season. The past full moon, so not this full moon that we're, this episode is being released on, but the past full moon in like indigenous native culture is traditionally called the worm moon, which is talking about how the ground is thawing and worms are starting to like wriggle and wake up and move around. And that's what was observed around this time of year, of course, depending on where you live. Um, in the northern hemisphere um and i i like i like that approach to full moons i'm noticing actually as opposed to astrologically right now i change all the time but just to like tie it to what's happening in the earth like we're observing the mud we're observing the wriggling worms and that like newness of life just beginning and that sort of awkward muddy (laughs) wormy time yeah yeah the other thing that i'm just kind of reflecting on that you had said earlier was that you often scrap your plans and yeah. start again right now. And so I was just thinking about the whole death and rebirth cycle and where that rebirth really truly starts. Um, you know, when you think of a seed, some people know their seeds. Some people can look at a seed and know exactly what it's going to be. But I think for many of us, you know, a seed's a little mysterious. Like if you just stumble across a seed on the ground outside, you have no idea what it is. And I think that's kind of the mystery of spring, right? Like our own seeds, we might have planted a whole bunch of them, but we might not be 100% sure what they are. Yeah. You know, I was 
I was at the Orchid Show last weekend, and they have a big sale room off off the show space, and so you always go and check out all the orchid babies that might want to come home with you. And I was talking to one of the guys who was selling, and he had a whole flat of orchids, and he said, "Yeah, I have no idea what those flowers are going to look like." <sighs> <laughs> and I said. I said, wow, did you know, did you just get these in and they were unlabeled or something? He said, no, I got them last year. The label's long lost and they haven't bloomed yet. He's like, I have no idea what they're going to look like. Hmm. And so I think there's a little bit of that at this time of year. You know, just we know what we know what died, but we're not 100 percent certain what's going to be born. We know that the process is happening right? The caterpillar has gone into the cocoon. Um, but caterpillars, those of you who have studied with me at all know I love this. Caterpillars turn into DNA soup in the cocoon. So like if you were to cut open the cocoon, you wouldn't see a caterpillar and you wouldn't see a butterfly. And you'd have no idea what the butterfly was going to look like from cutting open that cocoon. It's not like you'd see a little baby butterfly or, you know, a blueprint for purple wings or whatever. You would just see DNA soup. And so I think that like, as we come through mud season in our lives and in our businesses, there's a little bit of that DNA soup going on. And who knows what we're really going to uh, see in another three weeks or a month. Yeah, a part of me is feeling like this is very counterintuitive to like annual planning for business types, you know? Right. Which and that's really that's really interesting because I think if you understand your energetic pattern, you can plan, but you have to plan around your own energy. Yeah, you really do. You have to know yourself, right? And this, I'm just going to throw a wrench in this and make it even more complex, which is understanding that you might have seasons of your business that may not align up to the seasons, the cycle of the seasons on the planet. Like I have a friend, Sarah Jenks, who has been writing about how it's been spring in her business for the last four years and she's freaking tired. She's been like launching, 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 launching. And she's like, I think I'm I'm finally in winter. Like she went from spring to winter. <laughs> and that's really helped her understand like how she's just really been outwardly building her business, launching, growing, and how she really needs this time for reflection. And I love how she shares that openly because it may seem like, um, okay, but it's spring now. So am I supposed to like be making goals now? But I still feel like I'm in winter or I'm actually in summer and I'm chilling and I'm laying by the pool and it's fine. So this thing you say about understanding your own energy and learning to work with it is important because I'm speaking about what works for me and realizing that I should really just know that my plans are going to be scrapped and I'm going to start again in March, April, but you could be really different. Yeah. Well, and I think also it depends on your business. Like I can imagine someone who um, has a weight loss business or who has um, some kind of exercise business, you probably come blazing out of the gate on January 1st. Totally. Because everyone's doing the resolution stuff, right? And so um, your, your winter 
might come at a whole different time. Like your emotional winter, your energetic winter might not come during the winter season. So I think that's a great point, Becca, that, you know, it really depends on your business, your personal energy, your insistence. Like I couldn't have a four year spring, (laughs) right? I would have thrown up my hands and said, everybody, the office is closed. (laughs) I, you know, I need that downtime. And so I would have created it for myself because I know what happens if I don't, if I don't, then I can, I've got a lot of Phoenix energy and I don't mean Arizona. I mean the bird that goes flaming (laughs) and rains ash all over everything. Um, I would have done a Phoenix, you know, if I was in the four year spring, I for sure would have burned everything up because I need to go to ash. Right. Like I need that. Um, so you need to know your own energy as well and what works for you. And if you're stuck in a season and you feel stuck and it doesn't feel good, how do you push yourself along to the next season? Yeah. What season are you in right now? Oh, I'm, I'm in heavy duty mud season. (laughs) (laughs) I am like in my hip waders and I keep getting like, you know how your foot gets stuck in the mud and you have to pull and pull and pull. Yeah. I'm in mud season big time. Mm -hmm. How about you? I am like a little two weeks past mud season. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm like feeling the sunshine and like the little buds are just bursting open and the little shoots from the seeds are just coming up from the soil just there and like peeking out like, are we ready now? That's what it feels like. That's awesome. I am looking forward to getting through mud season. And even having this conversation is such a good reminder that they are seasons. Like everything moves, everything changes. And when you're in a season that's uncomfortable, like mud season has not been happy for me. You know, on the one hand, I'm really excited about some things that I can feel coming up. On the other hand, I'm moving a lot of mud. Um, and the car's sliding all over the place and my feet are stuck and it's a little bit of a mess. And so just coming back to that sense of we are on the wheel, you know, things move, things change. Even without me doing diddly squat, mud season will end. Yeah. Planet keeps turning. (laughs) It does. It does. So should we, should we slip into rapid fire? Sure. Okay. So, um, insider information, neither of us thought of our questions beforehand (laughs) today. Let's see what we come up with. Commence freaking out inside. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to go or do you want me to go? You go. Okay. Keeping up the metaphor that we've been using. What's your favorite season? In business or like in... In business. In business. Like, for instance, Amy Porterfield was saying um, on a Facebook Live the other day how much she loves content creation. And she was just like, she was like drooling over doing content creation. And I'm listening and I'm thinking, really? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just kind of 
throw stuff out there and, and say, Jess, please, can you make that into something organized? Because my brain doesn't work that way. So listening to someone who's like drooling over content creation was um, really fascinating. And and I just feel like we each, we, d- we don't realize that everyone doesn't love what we love. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that's why I'm asking you this. And I'm talking to give you time to think. I got it. I got it. Have you thought? <laughs> <laughs> You're so sweet. So I, I think it's autumn. And autumn, when I said like harvest, ha ha ha, I really do feel like autumn for me is like when I, when I take what I've been creating and I, I give it to the world. And like that's when I launch often. Um, and that's when the harvest happens and I say, Oh, look what I've been working on. And then I've created this and I, I love launching. I mean, it's, it can be hard at some, at times, but I really love that opportunity for me to share what I've created and for people to then witness it. And then, you know, if they feel called to like exchange money for that and then to be in relationship with them and to help them and to watch them grow and develop and transform from it. That to me feels so exciting. And I thought my answer was going to be spring and creating and that like, but it's actually the end of the cycle when the, all the work and the ideas and the creativity come to one thing. Like I keep seeing like a pumpkin, I think, because I'm just like. so funny. I'm seeing an apple. You're seeing an apple, yeah. Yeah, and we're just like all cozy up in our like sweaters and and scarves and we're like look at this thing I made and here you go and someone's like thank you it just feels really nice that's awesome I love that yeah yeah okay so my question is the same (laughs) I'm stealing oh I okay hold on a sec people I want you to vote on this is is that is that cheap that she's going for the same well, question? My, my question was bad. This is good because I'm honestly curious. And I know <laughs> that our listeners are curious too. Maya, what's your favorite season in business? Mine is winter. Um, I I love the, the things that have become traditional for my business in winter. So we start at Halloween which is the end of the Celtic year, right? Um, And for those of you who are new to us, I studied in Ireland. And so um, while I'm not Irish or Celtic even, um, by ancestry, there's something about that rhythm that really speaks to me. And so um, November 1st is the first day of the new year. And for me personally, I consider the time between November and uh, the winter solstice to be like an interstitial time, to be an in-between time. And I love that, that it's not even the whole season. It's that beginning of winter is my very favorite time in my business because we start um, usually October 31st, sometimes November 1st with a process of um, honoring our ancestors and honoring our past. And, we dive deep into that work. And then on the, you know, that's the beginning of that kind of short season, that interstitial season. And then at the end, as we come up to the winter solstice, we do the journey of Inanna. Um, and usually it's about 30 or 40 women. It's not the entire group. 
people consider it like an initiation. And so the women who feel ready that year step up and it's a really intense day where people do really deep work and go into their own personal darkness. I just, I just love it. I love the way the community comes together around these themes. Um, I, I love who we all are doing that work. So that's by far my favorite season. Yeah. And you're totally magic that time of year. I will say having seen you <laughs> two years now in that time of year, it's, yeah, you sparkle and shine. I'm always like, what's going on over there, Maya? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny. I've actually kind of thought occasionally about doing like a Marie Forleo model where I only launch once a year and I just do this one intense thing. And I think I could so happily dive deep with people from November 1st until December 21st mm. and be super happy. Okay, for those of for those of you who are wondering, let's ask Maya, who is Inanna? Oh, okay. So Inanna is a Sumerian goddess, and there's this really kind of creepy story about her going into the underworld to visit her sister, who's the queen of the underworld. And it's creepy because um, her sister's not very sisterly, and puts Inanna through a hardcore initiation in order to come into the underworld. Now, if you think about this in terms of sisters, like it's like, ah, creepy. But if you think about this in terms of someone going into the underworld, the land of the dead, when they're still living, right? I mean, that's really what we're talking about. We're talking about um, being able to, to come into the place of death while you're still alive which is a really big deal and a shamanic initiation. And then you begin to have some slight sympathy for Inanna's sister, who's, um, you know, the bitch queen putting her through hell, literally. Mm. So Inanna goes through this initiation and in it, she goes through seven gates. And eventually her sister's not done with her. Even after she gets down to the last gate, her sister hangs her on a hook and lets her hang um, for three days. So this is a story like Persephone going into the underworld and it's symbolic of the journey of the sun into the, you know, the darkest part of the year. Um, but it's also symbolic of our own journey into our soul, our inner workings. Some people think that, that this journey was actually an ancient priestess initiation. Is the story of Inanna where she's like adorned with all her jewels and she has to take them off? And yes, yeah. she has to change things up as mm -hmm. she as she goes through each gate. She has to give something up, and so each of those things is symbolic. Right. And we we literally we do a gate an hour um, oh on that gosh. day. We do a, we do a gate an hour, and um, like the, the pace of the day is uh, we start we start in the morning and then every hour on the hour we get back on a webinar and I talk everyone through the next gate and what they have to give up. And then people, you know, spend the hour journaling and feeling into, you know, that sacrifice. Wow. Powerful work, Maya. It's intense, intense work. And, um, you know, I always, I always, 
tell people only do it if you're ready. But the women who do it when, you know, first you go all the way down and then you have to come all the way back up. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's, it's a two way. We don't, we don't leave anyone down there. Um, the people who have done the journey are so transformed by it. And oftentimes the energy of having done that journey carries them straight through the winter. I've spoken to so many women who had had seasonal affective disorder or, you know, issues with the winter. And after doing that journey, they don't have any problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's a really big emotional and spiritual transformation. That's so cool. We need more winter priestesses like you, you know, there's such like a rejection of winter in our culture. And I think that's so beautiful that you embrace it and even like hold space for women during it, you know, cause we're all like yeah. spring, summer, woo, fall. And then we just like try to avoid winter. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> no, come in, come in. It's warm. Let me take you on this profound journey that will carry you through. It's really lovely. Thank you. It's, I mean, we all have our gifts and I think we don't see our gifts. You know what I mean? Like for me, it's just so naturally such a fabulous time of year and so naturally such an amazing part of my business Yeah. that I don't even think about it. So, hmm. so yeah, I know it seems a little weird in, in mud season or early spring to be talking about this stuff, but I'm looking forward to it already. I know. I'm like, it's we've got a while, but it's cool. <laughs> Meanwhile, you can play with me in the flowers. (laughs) (laughs) This is why we need balance. Yeah. Yeah. All right, my friends. So go out and balance your business. Now is the time, Yeah, you know, to refine your balance. We just came through the spring equinox. And this is, you know, this is that kind of, Feeling your way into, feeling your way from yin to yang is what we're doing. And don't be afraid to stop and start. Don't be afraid to like pull back into your little, like imagining a groundhog, you know, like the groundhog (laughs) from Groundhog Day, right? Like to peek out and be like, oh, it's sunny today and peek out the next day. Oh, it's a little too cold and to go back in because, because it's mud season (laughs) and we're moving through it. And we won't tell anyone if you need to pull over, pop the hood, and pretend (laughs) the car is broken. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. All right. Thank you, lunatics, for joining us. We'll see you in a few weeks. Well, we'll talk to you in a few weeks. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye.